0: Good morning and welcome to episode two hundred ninety-one of Taking the Charge podcast with you from Regensburg, Germany. I'm David Hine of Hein News. Thank you for stopping by. Well, NBA season just about over. The playoffs are about to start. Uh, have one more, uh, one more decision to be made as far as who makes the playoffs, and uh, and then have uh, a whole bunch of uh, figuring out to do. Who's going to be uh, in the uh, uh, which positions in the playoffs. So exciting uh, Exciting night of basketball tonight. See who ends up making the playoffs. Uh, Albert Schweitzer tournament is over. Uh, repeat there with Germany taking the title there. And, uh, yeah, uh, EuroLeague is uh, quarterfinal playoffs already. So just loads of uh, great basketball. Uh, all the domestic leagues are still going strong. Um, some figuring out playoff positions and stuff like that. Uh, I don't have loads of time today. I'm going, just going to kind of uh, limit it to uh, just kind of let you know a little bit about uh, the Albert Schweitzer tournament. Uh, yeah, so Germany. Uh, before I do that, let's uh, get the uh, housekeeping. Uh, to uh, get in contact with the show, you can catch me on Twitter at highnews, H-E-I-N-N-E-W-S. You can go to the website, highnews.com. You can take uh, go to the Facebook group. That's uh, If you put in the search bar, Taking the Charge Podcast, you can find us there. Uh, highnews.com is the website. Highnews at gmx.de is the email. You can rate and review, rate and review the show on iTunes. Uh, and you can become a Patreon, support the show, uh, show your love, uh, and appreciation for all the, uh, countless hours that, uh, have gone into this show over the past, uh, five plus years. Um, all right. So patreon.com slash taking the charge the, is the uh, website for that. Okay. Uh, yeah. So Albert Schweitzer tournament uh, completed this uh, uh, Saturday uh, with uh, Germany taking the championship, uh, beating Australia. Uh, yeah, Germany just kind of punched Australia in the face early on, and, and uh, uh, just was a uh, you know this just a uh, pretty pretty impressive group of Germans. Uh, if you think that uh, even uh, Ben Apfel, uh, Kilian Ben Apfel, uh, Bruno Versich, uh, Hollersbach or, you know Hollersbach, none of those guys actually played in the uh, in the final. Uh, and they beat Australia by 22. Uh, Jonas Matisek was named the MVP from Albert Berlin. Uh, Hendrik Drescher, also from Albert Berlin, the big guy, was also in the All Tournament team with uh, Callum Dalton, uh, Mikhail. Uh, Mikhailovsky, I'm not saying that correctly, but that's what I'm going to give to you right now. And Federico Miaschi from uh, from Italy. Uh, so those are the uh, all-tournament team. Um, Nikita, sorry, Nikita uh, Mikhailovsky. Um, I don't, can't remember what I just said. And as far as the Burkhard Wildermuth Award for the most promising player was Tomar Levinson uh i didn't really have a problem with any of those uh alternative teams uh most promising player uh i don't know i i i don't even know if he was the most promising player on on his own team uh when you have a guy like uh denny afdia uh on the uh uh on the uh uh on the israeli team you could uh, even go and look at uh you know uh, two thousand two, you can look at uh, Luke van Slaten. Um I don't really know how they picked that award, uh, but it is what it is, uh, and uh, not going to uh, not going to complain about it. Um, so, uh, yeah, so Germany just—I mean—just absolutely loaded, uh, on amazing, amazing depth on that team. Uh, you, know, you look at uh, you look at Matasek. Drescher, Wagner, Brodnke, uh, um, OBC. A lot of people love OBC, and myself included. Um, Jason George. Jason George was impressive. He averaged four points going in uh, to the final and then scored, I think, eight of Germany's first like f- 14 points. Uh, just was uh, just, really, just really impressive all around, uh, especially at the defensive end. I uh, actually like Lawrence Brennica actually uh, had a really nice a nice performance. Uh, so really just uh, all around fantastic uh fantastic team there Australia finalists um you know Dalton uh Dalton you know he played pretty well. He played uh you know uh, mainly that one game uh, in the semifinals I think he had twenty eight or thirty or something like that. Uh, actually hit like four threes it was just uh, unreal. Uh, Sam Sam Froling uh, averaged 15 and eight, um, and uh, you know he struggled a little bit in, that, in the final against the long athletic Germans. Uh, but otherwise, it was really impressive. I was kind of surprised that Dalton got on the all-tournament team and Froling didn't. If you're going to take somebody from Australia, I would have imagined you have taken him. Uh, but uh, yeah, I also like uh, Alex Dukas uh, a little bit there on that team. Um, yeah, so Australia they finished uh, second, uh, third place went to uh, went to Italy. Italy's always fun, and their coach uh, Andrea Capianco was taking uh, selfies. Kept on taking selfies. That's why I saw he took selfies in the in the uh, locker room too. Uh, Miaski, uh, he also I I was, was totally impressed with uh, Matteo uh, Palumbo. He averaged uh, seventeen at ten. Uh, just, you know, plus uh, plus, uh, two, uh, plus two, 2.7 assists. Looks like he actually led the team in assists, uh, leading rebounder and leading assist guy. So that's uh, pretty impressive, uh, Mateo Langan- Langana, uh, you know, 44% for three point range, good shooter. And, um, you know, Omar Dieng, another guy. Who, uh played pretty well in this tournament had only had 24 percent of his threes uh but uh, I think in general had a decent decent tournament uh, let's see and then losing to them and the uh, losing to Italy in the in the final uh, in the third place game was Russia and this was a pretty impressive uh, Russian team uh you had uh, uh who was on the alternative team. Uh, you also, you, I was, I was kind of surprised that, uh, in the last, in the last two games, uh, Kadashnikov and, and Odinokov, uh, really didn't play very much. Uh, but I don't know if that's something that coach had, uh, had, had an issue with or not. Uh, but really liked, uh, Petinov and, uh, also, um, you know, Areshoff had a decent game, had a decent tournament. I obviously was, uh, you know, feeling the effects of, of being sick. He only played three, uh, four games. Um, and, um, but, you know, you look at, uh, you know, they had guys like um, Kvit, uh, Kvit, Kvit Koshkov and Safrasev who were just, you know, kind of glue guys that uh, did a little bit of everything. Um, so pretty, uh, pretty nice, pretty nice team. Altogether for Russia, fifth place, uh, France, France, then Russia, so France, uh, France, then uh, then Israel, France. Uh, Matthias uh, dussault you know, service a big and, and uh, somebody who's uh, he'll probably play at a at a decent level in France. Uh uh, Carlton DeMage, you know, first game, uh, I didn't really remember seeing much of him at all. He really played uh, played fantastic basketball. Uh, you look at eight, 18 points, f- uh, 4.5 rebounds, 3.5 assists, 4.5 steals. Um, really just fantastic. Uh, good, strong uh, body guard. Um, so, have a good player there. You look at you look at uh, Timothy Crusoe, uh, Kenny Baptiste, uh, just just uh, a nice grouping of players. Uh, that uh, that that Benjamin Benjamin Ngolo Baeya, another guy. Uh, Israel, like we mentioned, uh, Denny Abdia, I think he impressed a lot of people out there. Uh, Seventeen and nine. Uh, plus plus one-and-a-half steals and uh, more than a block a game. Tomerson, uh, uh, Tomer Levinson, you know, uh, uh, this is a nice team. This was a really nice team, and I I would be surprised if they don't make it up to Division A this summer. They're playing in Division B with uh, Tomer Levinson. Um, Hanochi, you have the quick point guard, uh, Madar. Uh, I, this is, uh, this is a good, this is a good team. And I think that they should be able to, uh, get up from, from division, uh, uh, from Division B to Division A this summer, regardless, really, regardless of who's there. Uh, USA, we kind of talked about them last week with the coach. Um, Argentina, Argentina, um, yeah, I, you know, Lucas Reyes, um, uh, Uh, Julian, Adilian uh, Fausto, Fausto Rakes, uh, Roy Scott, people liked him. I, 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 sometimes I don't see what, what people like, um, but, uh, some, you know, they, they liked him, um, scouts and whatnot liked him. And, uh, and I liked Juan De La Fuente, you know, he, uh, he was, uh, he was out there drawing charges and, uh, and really doing everything he could and, uh. You know, I I, I, I I like what they uh, I like what he can offer. Uh, Turkey, Turkey and China are nine and ten. Turkey, uh, Akai I think was kind of dealing with a with a with a hand injury pretty much the whole time. Aiku's um, you know, so so you know I was really you know, kind of turned off on the first game. And uh, really didn't say anything impressive after that. Trapani really didn't play very well either. Um, There's a little bit of stuff of Kibachka, uh Kibacha, but he was uh, a little bit, uh, a little bit too soft. Uh, Tarek Sheshgun, uh, he's the younger player, two thousand one, uh, but uh, some some nice talent, uh, maybe in that group right there. Uh, China ended up in tenth. Uh, you know juo juo uh, 20 21 points a game six nearly six rebounds more than three more than three assists um, I I I think he's got a chance to be a future uh, national team player if he can cont- continues to develop uh, Sun young song uh, nice a nice big who can shoot outside a little bit uh, and then you also have uh, Jing Hyo Ran, uh, another uh, bigger player. And not 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 the, not the shooter of either of those other guys, uh, but you know that makes them for a nice nice trio. And uh, so, yeah, interesting uh, interesting China group. The obviously they're going to be going to the under eighteen FIBA 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 under eighteen Asian Championship, looking to qualify for the World Cup next year. And uh, we'll see what they can do uh egypt uh you know not really loads of talent on this team i I did like um i did like uh hatem uh, uh, no karim hatem the the point guard uh calming influence on that team uh even though they ended up just uh one in five on the tournament just ended up beating japan for for 11th place uh ahmed ibrahim uh, ibrahim uh, actually some really nice length, uh, just if he can kind of harness that and get to know the game a little bit better, I think, uh, he could be, uh, somebody who might be interesting and, you know, uh, you know, Osama and, uh, uh, Omar Tarek. you know, they're going to be under AC, under 17 this year. So, you know, they'll play a factor, uh, Japan. Yeah. You know, this is, uh, I can see probably why that under 16 team, ended up beating under 18 for uh, for a number of those games at the uh, at the in uh, uh, the camp uh, before this tournament. Uh, I like uh, Red Taro Wada, I do like uh, showed that he could definitely hit some threes. ended up shooting fifty fifty two 52% from three point range, including a game winner uh, in the game against uh, in the win- in the game against uh, Argentina. Uh, Shuki Manakak not... Shuki Nakata is probably their their floor general guy and, and then uh, Hiroki uh Matsukaki, Matsuaki you know, he'll probably be their you know probably top 5 uh, player uh, in the under 18s I can imagine. Uh, so yeah that's all, that's the uh, tournament's. Everybody was, you know, a lot of people were complaining about the about the quality of the tournament. I thought it was pretty well. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I think that, you know, of course it'd be better if you had Spain, if you had Serbia, if you know, had some more of the, the, had some more of the, uh, top European teams. But uh, you know, then you don't have some of these other teams, and you know, if you don't want to go to sixteen. Which I think is also good, you know. You stay at twelve. It's it's a non. It's really a non-competitive. It's you know. It's unofficial. It's just an invitation tournament. It's not like it's a world championship or European championship or anything like that, you know. So these organizers, organizers, you know, they're dealing with three games a day. That's a that's a challenge for a lot of uh, people, and you know, if you give them three games instead of four, you know, they can concentrate their efforts a lot stronger and 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 make for a better product, and uh, you know. I think it's okay. I think it's, uh, you know, I don't have a problem with uh, the size of the tournament. Uh, And it sounds like it's going to stay at 12, which, like I said, I don't have a problem. Um, All right, so interview of the week. Uh, This actually, uh, it's not dated at all. Uh, But uh, it is is a little bit old. Uh, But I've been waiting on it because um, I ended up writing a feature on this uh, player for EuroCup and uh they were kind of waiting for the feature to run and uh, so it has run so i'm going to run the interview and it is with howard santrose a uh, cuban player and he's with the Dashafaka, and uh so uh really one of the best defenders in in uh in the competition and uh yeah this is just sort of about his rise from from cuba uh, through through Italy uh, Germany and uh, and onwards and upwards and uh, so enjoy it and uh, we'll catch you on the other side. So um, Howie, thanks for um, thanks for taking some time uh, to do this. Uh, why, don't, why don't you just first start off with uh, you know the, the team is doing really well right now this season and we'll start with the Euro Cup. Um, you know, eight and two in the regular season, five and one in the top sixteen, and you guys have a quarterfinal matchup now with Podgorica uh, uh Maybe just talk about how you feel that the the team has been playing this 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 season internationally.
1: Uh, uh, I mean, it's been great because uh, uh, you know we are we are totally new team. Um, uh, most of the team is like just come for the first time in here. We just got we back in this. The only one who was like there actually, and uh, it's kind of hard from the beginning, like to you know to put every to every piece to work, since we also knew, But um, we found ourselves playing really well, and uh, I guess you know the the fact that we're winning and the chemistry they be building is just taking us there, like to 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 um to win and you know to start so well.
0: You guys have been, uh, you know, winning a, a couple of different ways. You guys have, you know, been, you know, getting some, you know, comfortable victories. But you've also had, uh, you know, especially in the, uh, especially in the, in the regular season, you guys had a lot of close games. Um, maybe just talk about how those close games uh, are have helped you have helped this team over the course of the. Uh, over the course of the season, and, and maybe how you know, knowing those big games and knowing how to win big games late, how that's going to help you uh, later on uh, over the course of the next couple of months. I mean, that's
1: that's definitely great because it shows the the character of the team. Because we are uh, we are a competitive team for sure, especially when you know, and uh, like you say, when it comes to close games, we are uh, like to get down, you know, and to, to do our business in defense. Like, that's where I find our strengths and that's like the most important part of the team I guess and uh, we find ourselves like fighting most of the time in the in the in the later quarters but I feel like that's that's one like that's uh, part of the chemistry that we built in so it's uh, it's um it's really important it's really important for us like like to find ourselves there because you know I feel like it's, it's silly to say but i feel like it makes us more together than that you know the just re, uh, winning like easily i don't know if it makes sense to you
0: yeah 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 um y- you know looking just looking through his stats um and and also a, a couple of quotes from from different people um you know you've been You've been one of the the league leaders in in steals, and you're leading the uh, you're leading the Euro Cup in steals um, uh, this season. Uh, maybe maybe just talk about how much pride you take in in defense, and where and and maybe where that comes from. It's
1: big for me. It's big for me. Every every coach that I've been with knows me for that, and every team that I've been with normally well well for that because I take. Uh, I like big pride on it. That's my job. That's why. That's why I was taking to do, and that's where I, I feel more comfortable. Not that I don't feel comfortable in offense, but you know, defense is something that you have to put a, a lot of effort, and it's like you. Uh, I just, I just willing to do anything, anything for defense, anything to just to show my team that they can trust me back there. So I take a lot of pride.
0: Where would you say that comes from?
1: Uh I don't know. I don't really know. Since like I trying to, I trying to to be great in both in both in uh, both ends. I feel like you know, defense for me is much easier. I don't I don't really know how to explain like where that really come from. I just see it that way is uh, defense for me is much easier than you know do anything else.
0: Um, you know, one of the things you know when when people when people just look at your biography. You know, and, and they and they see Cuba, you know, not many people know much about Cuba, um, especially Cuban basketball. Um, maybe maybe just talk about a little bit uh, growing up, growing up in, in Havana. I know you you guys had you guys were really tight. You had a lot of uh, family members uh, in, a, in, a, in a in a in a in a small place at home. Uh maybe just talk a little bit about your upbringing uh your childhood in Havana.
1: I mean uh it was it was uh a little bit rough because we didn't have nothing back there Girl, Coming up. Uh, I saw my mom was struggling a lot and uh I didn't I didn't do much of uh of basketball personally. I was more like baseball player or volleyball player. So coming up I didn't really play basketball that much and uh, all I did was like street ball which is like you know one on one two or two but not really that five on five comes in so it was really rough in Havana and like you say we don't have basketball it's not like biggest sport there so we have a lot of baseball we have a box but basketball is not you know the main thing there so I just play basketball because you know my family likes it my dad was a basketball player in Cuba and I really like it too. I really enjoyed, you know, being in the park and playing with my friends um, and having and them.
0: And and I see correctly, you had nine people living in in basically a two room house. they were kind of yeah. growing up with with uh, nephews and everybody else.
1: Yeah, it was uh, it was like yeah, eight or nine. Me, my mom, my grandma, my granddad, uh, my uh, my uncles, uh, my cousins. So it was yeah, eight or nine of us
0: and what what were they teaching you not necessarily basketball, but what were they teaching you like uh in terms of life and whatnot
1: you know when you um uh, when you when you're growing up being uh in a house like that full of people and you know but we always keep us together and it's uh they teach me a lot like you know coming up like to share to, you know to be humble so especially where you come from no matter what you have to be the same person uh I mean, it's 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 rough, but in the meantime, I enjoy that. It's rough, but in the meantime, I enjoy that because you know it's like that's who you are. That's you who you represent. So you never should be ashamed of that, or, or trying to forget that, because you know that's make that's what it makes you.
0: You mentioned baseball. Baseball is obviously huge in 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 Cuba. Did you did you uh, did you already start having baseball heroes when you started playing baseball then?
1: Oh uh, no, not really. I just I just play baseball because first of all I love baseball. Like Sammy uh, was back then. You just have like video games and stuff. So I was like King Griffey uh, fan back then. And then I have like Sammy Sosa, uh, like players like that. Was really like that I admired the most. But I really wasn't talented in, in baseball. I really I mean I was really like normally what I do in basketball so I was like <laughs> I just doing it
0: because everybody
1: did everybody. it yeah exactly everybody it was kind of like my thing
0: uh, you mentioned your father played basketball did I see correct your, your mother played basketball and, and how high did they play
1: No, nah, not my mother my, my dad my dad played basketball and my sister played basketball and your sister my dad went to my dad went to college in Cuba and uh, he actually made the national team but my sister uh, she just played like high school and high school level so she never like really did a big after that everybody else was just pretty much playing in the you know in the playground or anything like that
0: and how did basketball find you?
1: well I moved to I moved to Italy when I was 15 with my mom's, because my mom married my
2: stepdad
1: my, my, my stepdad so I was in school and I was pretty much there. Big kid there, and in front of my school there is like a in front of my school there is like a a basketball like pro, like like a basketball court and everything. So I was playing there just you know the same like a straight basketball. And I guess one of the one of the um, one of the players that I was playing against he actually played in, like in the fourth league of of Italy. And uh, and then after the they, they come and meet me in my house and they introduce me to you know 505 or five or anything and that's how it started
0: And and did and did you already uh, in Cuba start having uh, basketball role models then? Um, uh,
1: back then I, I started liking Scottie Pippen at first because that's the the player who like kind of like do both jobs at the end defense <laughs> and offense. So I just grow up with him, like, as a, as a role model, like, I, would, I was just trying to be like him. And, uh, anybody want to be like Jordan, but, you know, it, not everybody's going to be Jordan, but I was trying, you know, to do to do that, and to take that example I should try to do, to build my own legacy, you know, knowing that I can do, like, both ends, defense and offense. And
0: so, let's see, was it, um... I see you were 15 so it was probably two uh 2007. 7? Is that when you came over to Italy? Yeah, yeah, 2007. What were you what were you thinking when you were even even before you came over when when your mom said we're going to go over there what were you thinking?
1: Um nothing really. I was just, you know, up for adventure. <laughs> and I I thought to myself it's gonna be some good pasta, at least that was not good.
0: <laughs> yeah, but you're a rice and beans man though in Cuba, no?
1: Yeah, you know, of course you go of course I'm a, i was I was thinking that I'm miss, you know Cuba but the, the food there and everything. But hey, you know you gotta you gotta think to yourself you're going to the best you know, one of the best places known for the for the cooking.
0: Yeah. And your but your mom was with you then?
1: Yeah, 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 my mom was always with me there. So, so, uh,
0: how do you? So, where do you arrive, and 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 tell us a little bit about the environment there.
1: Well, I arrived to I in Milano. I lived in uh, in Monza at first. It's like a little town in the in Milano, outside Milano, to be honest. But um, I arrived there, in the it was it was uh, it was you know quite. Uh, it was was okay city, you know, not not big, not too small. Uh you have pretty much everything you need there, so it was it was cool. It was cool. I, I did like it there. I liked it a lot actually. And uh my mom was always with me. I was I, we was leaving me, my mom and my stepdad. And um, it was it was cool. It was cool. It was a really nice city. The the people there are really like nice people, nothing nothing really fancy or big or anything, but it was like, you know. Cool city.
0: Uh, was it tough?
1: Uh, at first, it was because you know, 15 years old, you miss home, friends, uh, everything you know was gone. You, uh, you need to, you know, just, um, you know, like process everything. It was kind of hard in the beginning because I didn't speak the language. Uh, my friends wasn't there. My family wasn't there. So it, it kind of was, but at least I was with my mom. So he didn't, he didn't accept me that much.
0: And how long did she stay there then, with you?
1: Uh, mom, you mean my mom? Yeah. She, uh, she moved back. She, she actually like go back and forth. And then she was working. But then when I kind of like start playing basketball and you know like going uh, living out of the house, she kind of like moved back to moved back to Cuba. So I would say she stayed with me. For the first two, three years, and after that, I move out of the house.
0: Mm-hmm. And but by then, you're you're assimilated in the Italian culture. You understand the language, and yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it was much easier then. And 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 you're starting to make uh, you're starting to make some some progress. People are seeing you. Um, Maybe, maybe talk about why you wanted to then go to Germany. How how the move to Germany came about.
1: Well, I didn't, I didn't know nothing about that. Like it was everything new for me professionally. So I, uh, I contact my uh, my agent. I play first of all, I, I play against my agent. That's how we uh, knew each other, Paolo Giuliani. I was playing four league uh, he was playing the like second and third league like it is like b two b one and uh you can write down that i uh literally destroy him
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah so I, w- I would send that to him i destroy him that game and uh a uh, year after that he became he became an agent and that was his first his first client okay after that uh, i went to play for uh, I played C2 in uh, in Italy. I it was like, it's like the like a first league there and he had the idea to send me to to Germany because he has contacts there and I played, you know, the second league in, in Braunschweig. And I stayed there for two years.
0: What do you think of that in general then? You know, it's a it's a you know, Braunschweig is, is also not a, you know, it's not a big necessarily a big city and um, you know, what do you think of what do you think of going to Germany then? Also, an entirely new language. Let's see, you were uh, I guess twenty then already, so yeah. you're a twenty year old, and you moved from Italy after the first few years, and now you're going to Braunschweig. Uh,
1: I was I was uh, like I said I was out for the adventure. I just seen like a start of my career, so I was really really excited, and uh, how much you know like, and then I, like then it was everything new, you know like. Italy and then, you know, going from Italian to uh, German culture and, you know, see how they live in and how they are because I've never been there. So I was, like, pretty, really, really excited about it and especially because, you know, it was my first real contract like, as a professional player, you know, so I was really, really excited about it.
0: Uh, that's the that's, uh, Pro-B, the third division. Uh, how, how quick did you feel like you belonged there?
1: It, it, it pretty much was everything around basketball so I, I did get along pretty well and I did like uh, get used to it like real soon so at the beginning I was like kind of like you know shocked for everything I like the language and you know the, the food even there wasn't the same so but then you know like teammates like you get along with the teammates coaches and everybody trying to help you uh, you just have to you do your job and practice hard and and do this kind sort of thing. So I was like, "That's what I want, you know. Like that's what the the, uh, the type of life that I will, you know, that I I would like to have." So I start working hard and just um, just do my job. And it's where it take me. Um.
0: So in 2011, uh, you're new in Germany. You know, you have this uh, this lower level experience in Italy. Um, you know, you have, you know, you're starting to have dreams, or have a professional contract, and you know, you're 20, and you have, you know, big dreams and everything like that, and um, and then uh, a guy, a young kid who who basically just turned 18, uh, was uh, kind of starting to make his way into the professional team at Braunschweig as well uh you played two years with dennis Schroeder, uh basically uh from being eighteen to nineteen uh you know knowing knowing what you know about him now you know seeing what he's doing n b a now um, you know looking back what did you think of that and 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 uh, and, and how uh what did you, how did you think that he would do when he get, when he went to the n b a
1: uh, we, I mean, everything happened so fast with him that uh, I was, I was shocked at first, but then knowing him like I know and, you know, being able to play with him and, and experience everything that he that he did back then, I was like, he just going to be fine because you're working with the best, like coaches and trainers and everything, so he's just going to be fine in yeah. NBA, but he just went, like you say, 18, 19, he just went like boom, boom, like real, real fast, like. He started with me in the second league after the second year he played more in the first division he was doing really well and everything happened so fast that nobody really like imagined he could have done that and but he did though but i always thought i always knew that he uh he just gonna be he he was just about to do well there and he he do so i guess i was you know part of them, the people who believes in him
0: do you keep in contact with him still
1: uh not really, not really.
0: yeah I know he's got his, his his little bit different crew and stuff like that. Um, when did when did you think, you know, was there a moment, you know, you know, whatever first day first practice or you know midway through the year, you starting to do things where you said, well, you know what, this guy, you know, maybe he might be able to do something big. Uh, I
1: always I always say I always say he's not 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 as much as like NBA talented. Like I saw it the first year, but he was talented big things. So I would say the second year definitely when he start when he start doing big things for the for the first team in Braunschweig. yeah, I feel I pretty much feel like that's that's the moment that everybody told like this guy's going to be big like like that.
0: And and uh, you were able to to, to play, you play got in a couple of games in that second year in Braunschweig like, in the uh, first division uh, your thoughts about uh, finally playing in the first time uh, in a professional league?
1: Uh it was it was tough. It was tough because I'll be honest, I wasn't I wasn't nearly ready. I was just you know doing well in the second league and and uh, I wasn't expecting that that jump. But then when it happens, uh, I was really happy because you know like our work started to pay off and everything. But it was more like. This is like a test. I feel like kind of like this is like a test, you know, for what is going to come. Cause I'm, I was pretty sure that I wanna, I, I didn't want to stay in the second league, so I was preparing myself for that. And but you know, when you are actually there, it's, it's totally different. It's like stuff happening so fast, and basketball is different, more more athletic, more um, more physical. So it was it was kind of it was kind of shocking that uh, I have to you know. I did, first of all, the job, and then it was like, to be there in that reality, it was was kind of like, you know, shocking.
0: And then uh, a return to to Italy, I guess, you know, a place where you feel, you know, really comfortable. You spent quite a few years there. Uh, Liga Due Silver, what's that, third division, is that right? No, second division. Second division. Um, Was that... Was that uh, the next step that you thought was even, you know, that, that looking back, that's exactly the first, the next step you needed then?
1: Um, I, I mean, I would say yes, because second division there, uh, then uh, the two years was, um, looking back then, I, I thought the second division there was really, really tough. I, I would say even more tough for them. Than, uh, than Germany. So for me, I like, having that that experience as well. It was it was really big, and that was the first team that uh, believed in me. Cause I, before I went to Germany, I played um, in the fourth league. They have also the fourth league there, and I played there. So I was like kind of like going back and and showing love, cause you know they believe in me always and stuff like that. So I was like, I I need I need at least to play here, like. One or two years, so
0: that's what kind of like I did. So, so you played for Casa postalenga uh, when you arrived. Just not not necessarily when you arrived right away, but in those first couple of years as well. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. Um, and then and then the jump. Uh, you know, I saw that a couple of the of the top uh, of the first division uh, Italy teams were, were kind of looking at you. Uh, and decided to go to your third different country, uh, and also play for the first time internationally with FIBA Europe Cup with uh, Um Maybe just talk about about that. Uh, you know what was the what was your thought process uh, about going there?
1: Uh, like you say, third country. You know, next next adventure, <laughs> <laughs> different uh, different like style of living. But always decided, you know, because you're basically doing what you love and I was more like I was always concentrating on that. The fact also that we was playing with
0: and ah, VTV, right. yeah. yeah.
1: And we was playing against all these uh League teams and yeah well, I, take, I take I took it like a like a, you know, like a test like to see how how much I was ready and how much uh it's a difference like you know, Euro League teams and first league teams. A feedback up team from you know from the second league of course but I just took it as a test and I was ready for it I was really excited because you know VTB league is big feedback up is big and uh, this team gave me opportunity to to test myself against this big team so I was really excited
0: and how do you think you did?
1: Uh, well I got BTB league my first year it was it was used for us we made the playoff I was nominated for top defender on the league and um also, the top five MVPs. So um, it was it was huge for me to see my name with you know Todorosis and De color and all these players. So I was I was it was it was huge for me. I think I did you know not great, but it did good. And especially because you know I take I take um, a lot of pride on defense, like I said in the beginning. So see my name in the top five there, it was it was huge for me.
0: So t- your second year again two years um in in uh in Czech Republic. You know, if you think about it then, you know, after that second year, you know, you've been in Europe now for 10 years. Um, you know, what kind of what, what kind of uh you know, following or you know, what kind of reactions are you hearing back home from from people in Cuba and you know, and 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 you know, what are you what do you you know, just as far as uh, Reactions or whatnot from back home?
1: Um I I uh, if I had to say something it was like probably back when I I go there and uh, I thought about it because like, he's actually like professional. I mean he was back there a professional player in Cuba. Okay. But he didn't make it that much 'cause, you know, the Cuba situation. But if I can talk to him and i just sit there and we watch we watch, you know, games together and uh we talk and you know and uh i feel i feel kind of like proud of what i'm doing because he he kind of like see himself through me so by the time that i go there and talk to him and he said he's proud of me and everything that made me like feel really good and that's the kind of reaction that i got from from my whole family basically because you know i'm actually like coming from a house full of people to actually you know play Europe, top league It's something really big for us. Um, I feel that's the kind of reaction that I had for them.
0: And were you going back and forth, or were you staying in Europe then?
1: Uh, you you mean now? Uh,
0: Over those, let's say over those ten years, how much did you go back?
1: Well, I I always go in the summertime. I always spend the summertime there because during the season I'm always playing, always studying back in Italy, and then when it's the season is over, I always go home.
0: and and what were they asking you what was family asking you about Europe
1: like, you know how, how it's life there what's the food about and how is people <laughs> treating you and stuff like that cause yeah, they're they, um, pretty curious like how it's like, like life here but my mom's been here like forever My I took my grandma I took my grandma went to Italy hopefully I can take my dad too in Europe just to, you know to show him around but you know it's just curiosity like how is everything pretty much
0: so you've brought your your grandma over. Yeah,
1: yeah. My my mom and grandma be here. I think. Uh-huh.
0: Um. Then you you go you go play summer league. That was the first time you played the summer league, right? In this past yeah, summer. Yeah. So, um, what was that yeah. like? You know, I mean, everybody says the has the dream, and you know, you played VTB, you played uh, Champions League, and you know. And now you're in the summer league. What were what were you, uh, you know, what were you you thinking?
1: Uh, I'm. First of all, I was thinking like more like I'll leave the drink because that's <laughs> the closest. I feel like I've been to the NBA. You know, like a kid coming from Cuba, knowing nothing about basketball back then, and kind of like starting Europe. Like NBA, like kind of like NBA scouts asking about you and giving the opportunity to, to show yourself. It was like just leaving the dream. Unfortunately, I I broke my cheekbone and uh, I play only two games of the summer league. But just the fact to be there and to see everything, it was it was huge. It was huge for me. I got the opportunity to to play the last two games, and uh, it was huge. It was really huge for me.
0: Um. then Dasha Faka comes you know obviously you know they have uh, you know big name coach with, with David Blatt uh, maybe maybe just your thoughts about coming in there and, and what did they want you to, to kind of do uh, I imagine you know just continue to play your great defense just maybe talk about what your you know what you what kind of they asked you as far as a role goes going, coming into the season
1: um. Well, you know, big things like this always want to win everything as much to to win whatever is possible. Um. David Black, like we know, is a huge, uh, huge coach. A lot of experience. He uh, uh, he's not you know, coach like that. I, w- I was just ready for you know for the experience to to learn and to. To, to you know, to, to be in teach by him, and uh, and the fed and the fed, fact, fact that, you know, they talk to me like, like you say, the woman, you know, to be great in defense, to help the team in defense, to help the team on offense, and just be playing great as I'm, as I'm doing right now. So they, I kind of like doing my job, and they happy about it, which is make me happy about it. So.
0: What's it like uh, playing for 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 David Blatt? I mean, I've had experience with him, just and uh, his and uh, his great storytelling. Um, obviously, a great basketball mind and and, and the things that he's accomplished, uh, both in Europe and the NBA. Um, just what what's your experience been like with him?
1: Um, I I'm learning. I am still learning. I'm learning that uh, he's a really, um, straight coach. Uh, he will. He will teach you and uh, he will scream at you because you, you can see in the videos, obviously, he can scream at you. But in the process, he's going to make you learn and make you understand what which, what you can do. He will believe in you, he will push you. So I'm learning a lot from him. And it's, it's been great. It's been just, it's a dog, you know, just to be coached by a great coach.
0: So so you're you're 20, you just turned 27, uh, yeah. actually a couple of days ago. Uh, happy belated birthday. Thank uh, you. You know, where, where do you see your game you know you're playing for one of the best teams right now in the Euro Cup uh, you know you, you've got uh, a couple of games in the summer league that little bit of exposure you know where do you see your game and, and, and you know as far as goals go
1: um, my goal is still the same I just want to play in Euro League I feel like that's the best league for me even even, even bigger than NBA I feel like Euro League is really really tough and I will I would like to have that spirit. Of course everybody wants to play in NBA. That's a, that's a child train. But uh as far as like where I, where I would like to go and what I would like to do is just keep learning and you know, keep putting my name out there. That's
0: it. Never been a Cuban in the NBA, right?
1: Uh, I don't think so. I don't I don't I don't think like from Cuba, like I, did, I, don't, I don't think it's been anybody. So I pretty, pretty much, i will be making history if you call it like that.
0: Any Cuban in the EuroLeague?
1: League? Uh, Euro-League? no, no. I have, we have uh, German Polas
0: in Germany. Yeah, German. yeah, I was gonna come we in. Have, I'm um, coming in.
1: <laughs> we had German Polas in Germany. We have um, oh, uh, what's his name? Damn, playing Israel. I forgot his name. I'm sorry. Uh, damn. In Israel, I, I, yeah, I can. T- he played in second league in Israel. Okay. But I feel like, but I feel like he's gonna be big too. He uh he had done the Euroleague, really, uh, the second league too. So I feel like he's gonna be big.
0: Okay. What would it mean to play your League? First player from Cuba to play in the Euro League then. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Would it, that, would, that would be really exciting.
0: Um, you know mentioning those guys um you know obviously you know gonna bring up uh uh Jorman as well maybe just the state of basketball in Cuba i know you haven't you haven't uh you know you say you know you've been going back and forth so you kind of get an idea maybe of of what things are going on there. How would you describe the state of of basketball right now in Cuba
1: uh unfortunately i I don't follow that much. I, I do have friends there who who are playing, but I don't I don't follow them much since I've been you know trying to focus in, in here. But uh, I think I think things hopefully hopefully things gonna change because you know uh, so we all talk your mom, I, me and we have some players in the South America they are playing right now and we all talk and we all you know want to kind of like represent. And since I never play in my in my childhood for them, I kind of like wanna play like now, and you know put you know hopefully, hopefully do big things and make history together. And we you know everybody wanna play with their own for their own country with for their own flag. So I, I hopefully you know hopefully change and they give me opportunity to to do that.
0: Um, did you watch the uh, qualifiers in November? The games uh, in Mexico and against Puerto Rico.
1: No, no, I didn't. didn't.
0: Is is is? Uh, do you plan on? Are you, do you plan on watching the games this weekend?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess I, did, I didn't. I didn't even know there, there was there was uh, the there qualifiers. Was the game. Yeah, but I then I, but then we have the stop here for the national team, so I guess they're gonna they're gonna do the same there. So I, I'm planning to watch them.
0: Yeah. Uh, what are you looking forward to watching them? Uh, to what are you expecting? To see, what are you expecting? Yeah, wh- I just I don't know I don't,
1: I don't really know because it's so many years that I have not really watched like Kuo cool and basketball I don't know what to expect for them so I just I'm curious to see like what level they are. What, what game they bring so?
0: Yeah, uh, Saturday morning. This coming Saturday morning, uh, they're playing against the United States in San, in uh, Santa Cruz, California. How, uh, how how much would you like to have been in that game this this weekend uh, in in California against the uh, Americans?
1: That would that, that would that would be that would be great. That would be great for me. I feel I feel I feel like any any Cuban guy they. Play basketball and don't have the opportunity. Like really, it's really like thinking how how much they wanted they, they wanted to be there, and I'm and I'm one of them. A person, not not because it's uh, you know United States, but to represent your country is it's huge. So it would be great. It would be great to be there.
0: Is is have you had any communication with the Cuban Basketball Federation?
1: oh uh, no, like I say, I never play basketball there. So why why? Would I have, you know, yeah. have a communication with them?
0: Uh-huh. So they've never asked you about playing for the for the for the country, then, huh?
1: No, 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 no.
0: Well, obviously, it's not going to work out this weekend with the games, uh, uh, USA and Mexico. But you know, in in uh, the end of June and uh, 28th of, of June is a game in Puerto Rico, and then July 1st uh, in uh, July 1st in Cuba against the United States um you know is it is it something that you would maybe go and and, and ask the federation say hey what do you think about uh, playing for the for them or you mean are you, you'll probably be home at that time as well right yeah yeah like if they if
1: they were you know call call or I had the opportunity you know to show show there and uh, be able to at least at least you know like try to make the team I don't say because' it's, it's not it's not it's not like like, I just had to go there and play because, you know, I played someone else. I, if y'all can try at least to make the team, I would have tried. I definitely would try. Like you say, I'm already home, so I don't have nothing to do for it. Do you,
0: do you think there would be, if you were to ask them, do you think there would be any sort of, uh, let's say, harsh feelings at all?
1: Uh, I, won't, I won't say harsh feelings because it's not like I was playing for them and then went someone else and, yeah. you know, did them wrong he wasn't like I didn't play there so I don't I don't feel like it's gonna be like hard feelings at all
0: yeah I mean there's never a defection if you will that you know which and, is a problem it's
1: not like it's not like, it, it's not like I saw, and then then Where someone else and I'm trying to go back or anything like that I was never playing for y'all because I was young back then and I started playing late so basically it's not you know it's not nobody's fault it's just the fact that I just coming up now they say it like that
0: yeah um Maybe, maybe just talk about some of the guys, you know, you've played with a couple of, of some, you know, some pretty high-level veteran players. You know, you, you think uh, Emmanuel McElroy in Braunschweig, Yuri Welsch in, uh, in, um, in, in Inbrook. Maybe, maybe who were some of the guys who really, let's say, helped shape your, um, your rise in, in, in basketball in Europe?
1: I always say Gary, Yuri the most. Uh, these two past these two past years in uh, well not two past year but this uh, past year in Nimble he teaches me the most even 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 though like uh the fact that we like not even spoke it's just in the court I be watching him and how he move and how he handled himself in the court and uh, you can tell that he's he's a big time player because the things that he do like not even. Not even like scoring wise or defending wise. It's just the fact that he takes his job so seriously Uh, at that that age. uh, Knowing that he going to he he was about to retire soon. I I saw I just saw that he's still playing. But the fact that when everything was couched, like you can look at Jerry and be like, like he was so calm and everything was like he was he was going his mind. Everything was like exactly like kind of like he playing. So for me, being an emotional kid, like like I am, look at him like that, it makes me feel calm. So I just kind of like learn from that how to, you know, to kind of like, still learning, of course, but how, like, kind of like, how you say, like, myself in the game. Because, you know, I'm, I'm pretty emotional kid, so if the game goes all crazy, I go all crazy with the game. But look at him and look at how he, Handle himself there. He, I learn a lot. I learned a lot from him. I can say that. And of course, you know, Melkamoy um, is like great, great defender. So of course, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at him like you know, and and wanted to to learn a lot from his game and how he moved and you know how he did everything pretty much.
0: Last question about back home. Um, maybe how you know have, have you been able to help your your family? Um, you know, as far as improving living conditions or, you know, change things back home, how has how, how the, the family situation back home uh, changed since you've been over here in Europe?
1: Yeah, now it's, it's, now it's, I can say that it's much, much better. Like, I, I bought, I bought a house for my mom, for my mom which is great. Like, was that was the main goal that I have in mind since I, you know, I started making, big contrast and stuff like that. I, I wanted, you know, to, to to give back to my mom because she struggled a lot for me. And not only my mom, but my whole family pretty much always look, always, uh, look up uh, for me. So I just want to, you know, to pay back. Now it's just, it's just, it's just great. I feel like it's great back home. Like I can take care of them and they can do everything at their teen. And, you know, we're not nine of us in the house no more. It's just my mom and my grandma living together. Everybody else pretty much have a house, jobs, and it's it's been it's been great, it's been great since i have been over here, and you know I'm working for them because they showed me so much love coming up. That is only time for me to you know to to pay back.
0: Um, what kind of going through you know all of these steps, you know what were some of the biggest misconceptions about Cuba that that people asked you about?
1: Uh, you know how is life there and uh, uh pretty much right now whenever I go they ask me for scars that's that's the
2: main thing they want <laughs> of
1: course uh, cigars and rum, that's the main thing they want um how how it was like you say how it was coming up and if you they still is still there the same and you know it's uh it it's a it's a lot of questions it's a lot of questions, since we don't really like you know, because all you heard is like, see that castro and like I said cigars and rum, but you don't really know what, what's, the life, what's the life there, so eh, if you see the Cuban guy, you know like you, you say, playing basketball at this level, you'd be surprised, so you want to kind of ask him like, what's the deal there, and I understand, and I understand I just can't suggest like just go there and see for yourself, because it's a beautiful island and it's always hot and we have beautiful beaches and it's just, it's it's just great. This is great vacation. I
0: think. Can you still go there now and 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 let's say experience true Cuban Cuban right now? Yeah yeah
1: yeah. I still I still I
2: still go I still go. Yeah.
0: Um, let's come back to Dashavaka to finish off. Um, you you know you guys have Burushnas uh, uh, uh in the quarterfinals. You know, you don't. You guys don't want to hear it, but probably considered favorites. You know, you basically won series from the final four, and then just basically it's a you know a fifty-fifty chance to get to the final. Maybe just what you think uh, this team is going to need to win uh, a championship, and then you know if you do win it, what would it mean for you to 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 help the Vaka win the Euro Cup?
1: Um. I feel like we just need to do the same, the same job that we've been doing so far. Like we have great, great start. And the season, top 16 has been great for us too. So I feel like we just need to, to just be a little bit more, more concentrated and realize that it's a top eight. And it's, it's not gonna be easier than any before. Not, not that before was easier, but now it's, it's gonna be tougher. I just need I just need to continue to you know to help the Rusevaka and and doing what I'm doing. I feel like that's where coach trusts me. That's what coach wants from me. That's what my team is want from me. So I'ma be just I'ma just continue to do you know that. That's what I good at. That's what I'm, that's what they want from me. So I just need to to do my job.
0: If I see correctly, you guys have lost only twice this year at home. Is that right? Once to Tofas and then against Terine. Is that right? Yeah. What what makes it so difficult to beat you guys at home?
1: Well, you know everybody won't protect home and you know that's uh, that's pretty much the mentality that we have, but it's much easier when you know you have the crown on your side, it's your it's your home court, that's what you, you practice every day. So I guess just taking just taking care of home is, is much it's much easier for everybody, especially but it's much easier for, for us too.
0: Uh in the in the in the Turkish League you guys are fifth place right now. Uh looks like two games uh whatever two games from from third place even. Uh you know, looking at all the teams you've 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 basically played everybody on the road except uh Fenner, uh, you know, you have you know, games coming up against uh, at home against Mashikdas at Fenerbahce and then uh, at home against uh, Anadula as well, and then also at home against Sakaraya and and uh, and Banvit. Uh, like I said, right now you're fifth. What? Where do you guys? Uh, where do you guys see yourself going into the playoffs? Uh, maybe even a second or third play, third second or third place or something like that. Is that what you are? are
1: well, like you say, I feel like if we take care of, like especially if we take care of like home games, yeah, we can we can, we can see we can see ourselves up there because we uh during uh during the season we kind of like um lose a couple of games that we could win, especially away. But I feel like if we take we take care of home home games, we we can be up there. We can be up there with them.
0: All right, I will let you go with that. Thank you very much. appreciate your time.
1: Uh, thank you. Thank you for your time, too.
0: Okay. Uh, yeah, just a wonderful story. Uh, you know, if you if you don't root for him, I don't know who you're going to root for. And, um, yeah, congrats to Dasha Faka on reaching the final. And... Um, Yeah, again, you know, hopefully, uh, yeah, I can imagine, I can imagine he goes, uh, he gets to, uh, to, to bigger, better things and uh, really excited to, uh, to, to, to be following up with him. All right. uh, So uh, next week, I really don't know what I'm going to do yet. uh, Talk NBA. Maybe not. We'll see. Uh, But without a doubt, um, uh, I'll be here next week. Uh, enjoy the last day of the N- of the NBA regular season and uh, and uh, we'll catch you next week. Last thing to let you know So what you're going to be listening to. The song is called Living Nightmare and it is available. Uh, Living Nightmare by Blue Wave Theory. It's available on freemusicarchive.org. Go check it out and uh, we'll talk to you next week.
3: I'm wide awake but Ill- With your arrogant ways and your comb-over
2: Sergio Scariolo, and you are listening to Taking the Charge.